You are tuned in to Big Boys and Body Slams, three goofballs that talk about wrestling. Throwback and current day pay-per-view reviews. Follow us on Twitter at BB and BS Podcast. And while you're at it, check out our merch store and our Patreon page. All the links will be in the description below. Enjoy the show. What is up, Holga Maniacs? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Big Boys and Body Slams. As always, my name is Zach. Over here we got Kyle. Hey guys. And Luke. Hello, ladies. The impression is back and in full swing. Thank you. How the hell are you, fellas? Oh, Good. man. Um, I think we need to say a welcome to, to some of our Portland friends we made. Uh, yes. We got Rocky and we got Adam. Hell yeah. We, we met some cool people at Raw last week. Yeah, I was about to say, you guys went to Raw. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Oh, it was fun. Man, we we it had was super so fun. much fun. It was uh, the first uh, like wrestling show I've been to since WrestleMania when I was a kid. And the first that I've been to since we went to the Daniel Bryan show, Luke. Right. And it, was, so it was just so much fun. I had a blast. And, and we, we met a bunch of cool people. We gave some cool people our uh, cards. And yeah. we talked a lot with people. Got to see Kurt Angle wrestle. And Jeff Jarrett. Oh, you didn't know? We started. There was a Voodoo Donuts. He was chant. wearing a Blazers jersey. Yeah, Road Dog was. He yeah, started a Voodoo Lillard. Donuts chant during a commercial break. Yeah, oh uh, dude, it was wild. We got to see Paige. You how you started some chants, didn't you? Uh, he, kick her ass, right? You started a kick her ass chant, and then I started a Becky chant in that same in the same opening segment. And I tried God, to start. You guys are super I tried stars. to start a TNA chant for Jeff Jarrett, but for some no reason was, that didn't get over. No one was biting. Yeah, I kept trying to get him to do get the over. CM that Punk. I tried to get him to do the CM Punk chant, but no, oh. he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and if any of you guys are listening that don't like Finn Balor, he is not just drop kicks. Yeah, there was a guy like two rows in front of us who was like doing the drop kick counter, and he was just he was being a goofball. Uh, but he was like he was rooting for Leo Rush in the match because he said Finn Balor only does drop kicks. But it's oh, not okay. really fair because he counted the double stomp as a drop kick, and I'm sorry, sir, but that is not a drop kick. Yeah, he, no. did, he did the double stomp from the top and from the like standing, standing yeah. and he called it. Called so any times his any time his feet any time his feet touch an opponent, and he, then oh yeah. and then Leo Rush did a drop kick too, and he wouldn't count that. That was pretty funny, though. Yeah, Overall, it was, it was a really fun. great time. Fun. And we met some cool people, like we said. We, we met Adam and Rocky, two guys that have hit us up Badass. So we if you Yeah, if you do want to hit us up, best way to do it is facebook.com slash bigboysandbodyslams or facebook.com slash bigboysandbodyslams slam chat. And that slam chat's lit right yeah. now. Slam chat is lit, guys. We got a lot of stuff going on over on slam chat. You want to be a part of this group. Oh, Kyle, uh, did you need to say something? I was going to say, if you were at that Portland show and you haven't yet messaged us, yeah. message me and Zach. And you're listening, yeah. Let us know that you're listening, and you if you enjoy it or hate it. Uh, speaking of enjoying it or hating it, we got to get those iTunes reviews up. So let's leave some reviews over on iTunes. And only liking it a lot. Love not only five stars. Th- th- there's no love or hate. It has to be it's love. Five. If you like it, five stars. If you don't have anything don't, nice to say, don't say anything at all. Correct. Um, I feel like we're starting to get a lot more people that we didn't know in person to message. Yeah, us. and like talk to us about the show, we, which is awesome. We got our buddy Joe. Not the Professor Joe, my my buddy Joe, who is a friend of the podcast now. We got Greg and a bunch of others. Well, like, we've got, we've got complete following. strangers telling us, like, hey, guys, I love the show, and I can't wait to listen to every single episode. And I don't know starts. about you guys, but, like, that feels, feels so damn good. That, yeah. Speaking of episodes, what do we got today on the docket? Ooh. We got a Valentine's Day special. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're listening to this on the day it releases, you'll be listening the day before Valentine's Day. <laughs> 
Wow. That it's was, right. That's great. <laughs> it's right there anyway. So, so we just, just wait y'all, till Thursday to listen to this. Get y'all prepped and ready. So we did some solid St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yes. 1999. Uh, which the uh, is a, the February pay-per-view kind of the... Which typically in the past was kind of like a WrestleMania filler Like a throwaway card. show. But this, they stacked this show. The main event... <laughs> <laughs> of this show. Uh, you had we'll to backtrack to. real uh, quick. Yeah. Before we start, I do want to tell you that we're brought to you by patreon.com mm. slash bigboys and body slams. Y'all, I say it every week, but patreon.com is not simply a donation platform. Nope. It is a membership platform. Mm-hmm. When you contribute on Patreon, you're becoming a member, an exclusive Big Boys and Body Slams member on our Patreon page. And you're going to get some cool stuff in return. One dollar, one dollar a month, not a week, a month. Gets you early access to every episode, uh, asterisks, uh, quotation marks, underlined, bold, except for the live shows. Italics. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Because they're live. Uh, but every other show, you're going to get a day early. Uh, it goes up from there. You can get your name mentioned on air here for the for the highest price. In between, you've got uh, your name in the YouTube credits of the video version of the podcast. Uh, and Big Boys and Body Slams at the movies. It's going to be a monthly yes. show that you're going to get. Uh, so check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash bigboysandbodyslams. Join the BBNBS we army, baby. We think you will enjoy what you see now. With that being said, should we get into today's show? Can yes. I mention uh, we Absolutely. did we said this is St. Valentine's Day Massacre. This is actually St. Valentine's excuse me. St. Yeah. Valentine's Day Massacre in your house. Oh, that's right. House. It's in your house, technically. This is the 27th uh, episode of the In Your House pay-per-views and is the second to last pay-per-view. What was the last in, to be in your house? Ooh. Uh, 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 oh, I threw, I threw him a curveball there. He wasn't expecting that wow. one. Wow. No, I actually thought I had it here. Well, while you look, I will say that this is coming to us on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 1999, from the sold-out pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee, 19,082 human beings are in attendance. The first pay-per-view ever at the pyramid. Not uh, was just it really? WWE, like really? anything. Yeah. Wow, that's hey, crazy. Is the is the pyramid still where the Grizzlies play? Is it called something else now? The Grindhouse? Is that what it's called now? I don't know if that's actually that's what they nicknamed it. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I was just I was just wondering that when we were, I was watching the show. I was like, is this building still I think around? It's, I think it is. It's a cool looking building on the exterior. That, yeah, it's a literal cool. pyramid. Backlash was the final. Backlash was in the your final house. in your house. I was Thank thinking. You, I was thinking it kind of looked like something for, uh, straight out of Vegas. Yeah, it was. It's pretty cool because they showed an outside shot. And of course, uh, interestingly enough, on commentary we have Jerry Lawler, of course, uh, and Michael Cole uh, is play by play, young doing, ass doing play Michael by play. Cole. And uh, he's a little bit green on the show. He says some nope. things that make me chuckle. Well, uh, and, he, and he kind of stutters a few times. Few times, and he doesn't yeah. say that anything connects. Not no. not one thing. He connected. didn't. He didn't have the connection in his, no. in his oh, repertoire. There are, there are no F fives. No, no, that's true. Correct. Uh, and and then so I do say I I kind of I kind of love this opening video package. It was very main event heavy, but I, we can see why as you watch the. I show. mean that's attitude era paper. So it's essentially just like this like big band like old school like lovey dovey song. I love this over this like Valentine over yeah. this like sepia tone footage of like McMahon and, and getting his ass kicked by Stone Cold for five minutes. It was hilarious. What's not to love about that? Right? I love it. Was it. it was awesome. They did throw some like ministry stuff and some other like smaller feuds towards the end, but it was ninety percent focused on Austin and McMahon. Um, and uh, it was great. It was a fun little video package. Also, also, I want to say the crowd is hot for Jerry Lawler because they're in Memphis, of course, his hometown. Yeah, Jerry. they're doing. Anytime the camera cuts to him, they're doing Jerry chants. Oh, they're they're going nuts for they're the going game. Nuts. Huge. Uh, did you see there was a big Jerry or a Lawler for mayor sign in like the third row? It was like like a big well, banner sign. Yeah, and, and he was talking about running. He's talking yeah. about running at Cole, the time. Cole, yeah. Cole kept making comments about Lawler running for mayor, and Lawler would make those comments too. He lost by a landslide, I believe. To who? I don't was know. It, the mayor. Was it Glenn Jacobs? No, probably, probably for the best that he that he lost yeah, that race. Definitely. Uh, and then after we get introduced to the commentators, we go right into our first match, which is going to be Gold Dust. <laughs> 
Oh god! Versus blue dust. I'm just oh, reliving boy. this. I'm reliving this. So the shit. whole storyline behind this is uh, the Job Squad and Gold Dust have kind of had an in with e- in for each other for a while now, and uh, the Blue Meanie thought it was appropriate to uh, do some gimmick infringement and become Blue Dust. And uh, I have to say, regardless of what you guys think of the Blue Dust character, man, he nails like that 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 essence of Gold Dust. <gasps> totally nails it. I love Gold Dust. I love Gold. This oh, yeah, era of Gold too. Dust was yeah, just man. Sure. To be honest, it's crazy looking at Gold Dust now. Because he's a better worker now than he was back then. Like, he, he's better now. Um, but his character back then was just so, so good. good. Yes. Well, and it was interesting, too, just like... Because he was very androgynous at a time when you didn't really see that in professional wrestling very often. And th- the fact that he was, like, so accepted by the crowd... <laughs> Yeah, I think goes a long way to just how solid of a character he was, and maybe and one of the best ever in wrestling, as character wise. Yes, yeah, and his sure. peers, his peers love him. Well, and so many people consider him. Uh, you, there's so much speculation on oh, where'd the attitude ever start? Where were the roots and all that? But his character was doing the edgy shit before oh, anybody yeah. else. Oh, for sure, anybody else. For sure, and it was just out there. It was so weird. Yeah, I loved it. And so uh, he has the classic, you know, the widescreen entrance as he comes. One out. last thing about him, yeah, is they're kind of you know they gave our truth a U.S. title run right now, and I would love to see Goldust come back and have one more kind of title run. Could be a tag team, could be a U.S. something. Something. But you know short. what, man. Put the U.S. title on them. They're not doing anything with it. They gave the truth. So. Why not? Is Booker T still able to wrestle at all? He, he had he, he had his last match yeah, actually recently last match. for his promotion. Shit. Sorry, man. No, they, dude, that was like one of the best tag team like combos ever to can, me because it was so fun. Then they I, tried recapturing the magic with our truth, but it never. Can I be never really there? Can I be honest? Yeah, yeah. I loved Star and Goldust. Did you? I didn't yeah, even. Know. I, yeah, I, yeah, I me loved too. it. Yeah. Oh, me too. I thought it was so fun. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah. Get what did you hate? Was this match really fun? <laughs> Let's get into this. Okay, match. but Blue Meanie. Yo, yeah, up. yeah, no. You can describe the entrance and shit. So he came out to the Gold Dust music, but it, instead of everything being uh, a gold hue, it was blue. And he's and, wearing a blonde uh, wig. He's wearing a blonde he wig. He gets blue fireworks. Yeah, he got he got blue sparklers, as Michael Cole called them. And then as he came out to the ring, he had a robe and he derobed. But instead of wearing like the jumpsuit like Gold Dust was wearing, he was wearing like an extra long like pajamas, a onesie. <laughs> yeah, like a onesie. Uh, and they also showed like a little video package right before this of blue meanie you know doing the blue dust shit and there's one where he's just completely shirtless yeah <laughs> but all blue yeah and on a couch just you know doing covering his like junk. will smith and the genie he does you know i think <laughs> i think disney took a little of the inspiration from blue dust and applied it to the genie here oh let's get this uh, let's uh, get into this match yeah. uh, so the bell rings and gold dust jumps blue dust right away hits him with a nice looking spine buster gold dust is just attacking old bluey in the corner uh really coming out like a house of fire here you know really feeling the anger and the frustration from uh the copycat here uh, and then uh, Blue, du- Blue Dust escapes the ring and he starts strutting up the entrance ramp like he's going to leave but Gold Dust meets him outside sends him right back in uh, really bad looking basement drop kick to Gold Dust by Blue Dust and then Goldie lifts up Blue Dust uh, like onesie like gives him a wedgie and just like smacks his bare ass a bunch just of times his ass, yeah. and then he sets up for the shattered dreams uh the crowd is hot for that uh blue dust counters mm. it with a boot and then he misses uh blue dust goes up top misses with a top rope moonsault that was actually that was great that, that was, was a great. beautiful was moonsault. uh and then it allows uh gold dust to hit the curtain call out of nowhere for the victory in three minutes and that's the match gold dust wins was this the the end was this it for this like feud they just started, hadn't they? Yeah, but they like, just started. But it wasn't. It was just a it, thing. I think it was one of those like quick. You get it here. You get it done. Here you go, Meanie. Here's your pay per view spot, pal. Yeah, that's kind of pretty much. Get out of our sight. Um, I you know what's weird? When I was a kid, I remember Blue Dust like being like way more of like a thing. 
Like, I remember Blue Dust being, like, way more relevant. Well, and I think he was just so over the top with all of his blue characters. Yeah, that's you know? true. Because right. that's, that's, yeah. that's, he thrived on that gimmick. Uh, like, when I think B Blue Meanie, I think Blue Dust. Like, that's the first what? character. Oh, see, I, I think yeah. BWO. Yeah, the blue guy. Yeah. See, I think, I think Blue Dust. I'm with Luke for once. Okay. That was I love you. That was, hey, that was a really nice <laughs> moment. Um, so overall, this match like didn't have any time to build. The crowd was really hot for Goldust, but they couldn't care less about Blue Meanie. Uh, I gave it 1.5 stars. Just really not anything to it. Uh, yeah, 1.5 stars. It was a throwaway match. I gave it 1.5 because it, it can't be like the worst thing I've ever seen in three minutes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like it, it, It's like the Undertaker-John Cena from last year's WrestleMania. It was so short, it can't be the worst match ever. True. That, and that was literally their, their point there. Exactly. So, for. so I feel like this was the same way. Um, after the match, Goldust hit the Shattered Dreams. I don't know if you said that or not. He no, I haven't. He did not. Okay. Nope. So after Goldust hit the Shattered Dreams, I thought that was a great touch, and I think the uh, Moonsault was the best part. People people love that Shattered they Dreams. They loved also, it, man. Also, they popped huge for it. Oh, well, okay. I'll, I'll give my star rating right quick. I actually gave it a uh, one star. Um, okay. Fair. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you analyze this. It's just like why why did this need to happen? Yeah, it's. I it mean, could it, have was, been, it, it could have funny. easily been a Sunday night heat match. It was yes, easily. It yes. should have been a Sunday you, you night. Heat you could have given these or three Saturday minutes. night Raw. You could have given these three minutes somewhere else on the show, and I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, and sure. you, just, you could have had a fun Jerry Lawler spot to pop the crowd. Right. This is something that minutes. they've always done, though, and they still continue to do. Look at the Gable and Rude match they added onto the Royal Rumble for right. no reason. Like they just at least that was pre-show, though. That's true. They just feel the need to like pad their runtime or pad their match count. I don't get on it, these pay-per-views. Well, and, uh, I mean, this is just not an opener that's going to get a lot of people hot. No, I guess you get yeah. to see Shattered Dreams. They okay. were hot for the Shattered Dreams. Yeah, I am happy that Blue Meanie got a payday. Uh, it was kind of funny. I'm just very, very happy that it was a squash. Just me too. Yeah, extremely. me too. Me too. Um, I will say, is Goldust the only person that was able to get away with having a finisher where he just kicks someone in the nuts and doesn't get DQ'd? Yeah, pretty much. I guess, I I guess mean, China had the low blow, but she had to like sneak that, right? Yeah, yeah. And this was like over, like this was like his signature move. Yeah. I was thinking that too when I saw it and it like kind of made you think like, yeah, I think he's the only guy I can really think of that. I'm like, <laughs> do you count, do you count the Joey Ryan's dick flip as like a, an illegal maneuver? Cause that might count. Yeah, but that's like opposite. It's true. He's using your, your dick as an offensive yeah, and weapon. And the force. It's true. Force. You know what? Thinking about, like, I'm just kind of analyzing what Luke said and was, like, thinking about it. Yeah. And that's something I've never thought of. Yeah. Like, it's a blatant illegal move. It's straight dick trauma. Yeah. It's a DQ on a yeah. stick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thinking about it now, I was always like, I'd always pop for that move, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait. Those refs and Luke's, 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 refing, man. Luke's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. we're on it today. It's an illegal yeah. move, dude. The yeah. chemistry. Right. Me and Luke are two for two today. Dude, we just exactly. had to sit Fuck right next you. to each other. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Quit. Shall we move on? Yes. All right, yeah, okay. So as Kyle said, uh, post-match, uh, Goldust hits the Shattered Dreams, and everyone goes crazy. And then and we get a, a quick video package showing the altercation that Vince and Austin had on Sunday Night Heat. Essentially, uh, there's a lot, kind of like a lot of stipulations in this match uh, between them. So they set up that that Austin put his spot as the Royal Rumble winner and basically his title match at WrestleMania well, on the line. Vince Vince won the Royal Rumble. Vince yes. won the 99 Rumble. He did. And then he relinquished his spot at WrestleMania. And then HBK did that little, he was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Since you're checked yeah, out, that's right. Austin is checked in. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so he's putting that title shot essentially on the line. He and uh, Vince has promised to not have any corporation members interfere in the match, which is going to be in a steel cage. Mm -hmm. And uh, if Austin strikes Vince at any point before the match, uh, it's off. So there's kind of a lot going on. Uh, and so basically, this video package is showing how Vince spit, spit on Vince on Austin. Or rather, and Austin had to fight the urge to fight McMahon, mm -hmm. and uh, that was all that was. Oh, he'd up. get his. Oh yeah, 
Uh, so kind of a lot going on in that match, but I mean, it's easy to follow. So come on, and, it's wrestling. And if you didn't think it was uh, going to get crazier after that Blue Meanie match, you had another thing coming. Up next, we have Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly for the vacant. Uh, He's Bob, Bob Holly Bob this time. Holly. Yeah. And, and the, the title is vacant because Road Dog got hurt. Did, who was the culprit? Who beat up Road Dog? I don't remember. They just kept saying Road Dog got hurt. Yeah, I have no clue, dude. I don't think they said who did it. I, think I, they, I don't think that caught either, but somebody ambushed Road Dog and threw, sent him in the hospital. So, Spoiler alert. This is where Bob Holly becomes Hardcore Holly. Yeah, and this is for... And so a kind of some uh, Job Squad infighting going I got on an here. Idea. Between uh, a lot of Job Squad... It's heavy Job Squad, like... Uh, um, representation in the first two matches of the yes. show because you had Blue Dust, Al Snow, and Bob Holly, all uh, yeah. members of the Chop Squad, uh, doing doing their job. Which, uh, by the way, I love Al Snow a lot. Oh yeah, I do too. And and Bob Holly is even though he's you know kind of an asshole and really stiff as a worker, I really enjoy him as well. Me too. Me too. Actually, same. This was an interesting nice. match. Uh, this was this was. When hardcore wrestling was all the rage, and this was for the hardcore title, so of mm-hmm. course it's a hardcore match. And can I ask you a question? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what what does everybody want? Uh, head. What does everybody need? Also head. head also head. Uh, the crowd didn't really chant it though when the song was also a song played. Like, come on, Memphis, you not with it? Too, yeah. Too afraid to say we want and need head. I need head. What does everybody love? Head. Thank you. Uh, so right off the bat, uh, Al Snow goes, attacks Holly right as the bell's ringing. He smacks Holly with a chair in the back outside the ring. They're brought into the crowd, and uh, Hardcore Holly grabs a... I'm just going to call him Hardcore Holly. Holly grabs a fire extinguisher and uh, extinguishes Al Snow, and then he, like, grabs, like, some kind of glass object and just, like, casually shatters it over Al Snow's face. Yep. What was it? I think it was like a candy jar or okay, something Okay, that's like kind of that. what I thought it was. It was some was. sort of yeah. jar. I wasn't sure what that was. It was a glass object, and it I thought it was, shattered. like, a cup. It might have been like a tumbler or something. It was yeah. some sort of jar receptacle. Uh, Snow no sells that, though, and then um, returns the favor and fire extinguishes Holly. Uh, this is what I noticed the first time in the show that King's voice is going, and it's going fast. Goodbye, King's voice. Yeah, and Cole uh, and Cole makes the excuse that he went too hard on Saturday Night, Saturday Raw. Night Raw. Yeah, Yeah. so this whole time King's laryngitis is starting to kick in. Uh, <laughs> so they're now backstage, and did you guys notice, like, the second they went backstage, the crowd just died? Oh, yeah, they, they were was just like, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> and the rest of this match would, of course, happen outside. And they're using wet floor signs. Yeah. Uh, Snow hits Holly with the payphone uh, and then throws a trash oh, wait, can wait, wait, out wait. twice. He said something <laughs> Funny, though. Reach out and touch somebody, and, and then, then he hit him with the phone. The phone yeah. uh, you know, you're probably never going to see a payphone spot again, so enjoy it while you while you can. I hey, guess. never say never. True, that's true. Uh, so, and then there's floor tiles. Yeah, uh, they go. So they're like, yeah. The, he Holly grabs like a couple floor tiles and just shatters them onto Al Snow's like body. <laughs> Lots of shattering. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Snow hits Holly with a mop, and then another, and then another, and then another, and then that's the first near fall of the match for Al Snow. He broke three mops over. The fourth Holly one wouldn't break though. Right. The fourth mop would not break, so he just settled for a pinfall instead. Perry Saturn would be pissed. Oh yeah. They continue brawling outside. Uh, they knock down a fire lane sign, and then Holly just picks it up and starts beating. <laughs> shit out of Al Snow with it. You know what, man? You might as well. Uh, And that's another... uh, or no, that's not a near fall. And then they get back up and then they cross the damn street and uh, literally they cross the street. They are out and like some kind they're like on the shores of the mississippi river at this point uh snow throws holly into a concrete wall holly gets choked with barbed wire oh as as al snow yells at him 
what do you think of my girlfriend? Her name's Barbie Wire. <laughs> just starts choking him with the barbed wire. Yeah. I, and I also love, like, there's a shot when Holly's, like, getting the barbed wire off him, and he just looks so agitated and, like, annoyed that somebody would do that I to think you. he just always looks He's pissed. Like, God damn it. Um, Not again. I will say that this whole time, Cole is trying to be sort of shoot with it and be like well yeah Bob Holly's trying to get away from the sparky club image. Yeah, they sparky kept, yeah. plug yeah they, they kept bringing that up how and, he doesn't want to be the spark plug anymore and also how he's uh, how he's a welder by trade which he actually is oh okay that oh, was that was his job when he was yeah. wrestling uh, my, one of my favorite parts of this match was Al Snow like picks up like a long piece of lumber but when he goes like back to hit him with it it just breaks <laughs> and he just like hits it with the stub of the lumber i laughed at that uh, that was pretty funny oh it gets even uh, and there. then and then directly after that there's like a bundle of twigs and these aren't like big sticks they're like twigs and they're like leaned up against this small concrete structure and then holly just throws al snow into the twigs of course they all break they're you know Quarter-inch-thick twigs. twigs. There's even yeah. an attempted wheelbarrow spot somewhere in there. Oh, that's right. Uh, I believe the snow got tossed in the wheelbarrow, but it didn't go anywhere. Well, no, he threw Holly in there, oh, and, then, and then it in. fell over, and he's just like, ah, oh, screw yeah, this. Yeah, that's it. Screw it. Uh, and then uh, Snow tosses Holly into the Mississippi River, and then he goes for, like, some kind of something, and then gets tossed in himself. So both men are... Like, uh, it was like a crossbody. Yeah. Yeah. So both men are kind of just real wet now. Waller says something about shrinkage here. So. Oh, does he? I didn't even <laughs> yeah. catch that. Yeah. He said there's going to be a lot of shrinkage. Also, the camera... Dude, they are outside in the pitch black. The cameramen are trying so hard to keep it yeah, light. Yeah, there's like light. There's like... You can oh. see like the shadow of the guy holding the light. <laughs> and then when they get out... They get out. Holly breaks a stick over Al Snow and it flies back and hits the cameraman. It's a piece of driftwood, yeah, and it snaps and it it must have it must have hit the cameraman like in the shoulder. I heard like the cameraman or like a PA mumble something. Like if you really listen carefully, because I was watching it with headphones, you can kind of hear like something off camera being said. Yeah, Uh, so the stick the stick spot is a good for a Holly near fall, and then. Uh, Holly lays Al Snow like on a roll of fencing that's out, and then he like yeah, rolls him link. up in it like a like a chain link burrito, and then pins him to win the match and the hardcore championship. Despite despite Al Snow's shoulder very clearly oh, being no, from, up in from, the from air from the very start of the pin, his, as his shoulder was off the ground. Up in the air. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Hardcore Holly officially now is your new Hardcore Champion and then I also love post-match how he had to like saunter back to the ring like it was just like he had to speed walk slash jog (laughs) slash speed walk Uh, so he eventually gets back to the ring and celebrates with the title you know what man it was uh, how long was this match 10 minutes long it was kind of fun. I kind of liked, liked it. it. This was so I gave it two point five stars just for the <laughs> just for the pure craziness of it. It was a fun match. It was worth a watch. I gave it two and a quarter because it was it was fun. I liked it. It it, it was it was good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was no clinic by any. No. <laughs> it was something. It yeah, was, it was something to wind you up in a clinic. It it was two stars for me just because. How am I supposed to give this? Like, how am I supposed to call this a match? Much less, you know, give it a respectable oh, yeah. that respectable rating. That being said, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't even, dude. You wouldn't even see ECW back in the day doing stuff, stuff like it this. was just so silly. Uh, yeah, which is what I appreciate. Going to the it. Mississippi River, like all that stuff. Uh, I listened sure. to the Bob Holly podcast. I mean, months ago for uh, Bruce Pritchard, something to wrestle, mm-hmm. um, and. One, I really recommend it. Quite a story for Bob because he's had a long career in wrestling. But yeah, they talked about this one and just it. That is a hilarious bit where they try to describe this action. Oh, I bet. Yeah. 
Um, so two stars, yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, The Undertaker and uh, the Ministry of Darkness are meeting in the parking lot. Uh, is that where it is? It looks it's like, it's, like, in like, like it's in the parking garage. It's in the parking garage, I think, of the arena. It looks With like. a burning barrel. This is so terrible. I don't know what they're talking about. I was tuning it out. Midian. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to lead to a Midian match. So. They're just, yeah, Phineas. <sighs> yeah, Big they, Boss just, Man versus Midian. just kept talking him. That's it. Midian, I'm just going to get right into this match because it sucked. Midian... Brings an eyeball to the ring, so that you got that. To look and Jerry Lawler was and Michael Cole were going. Nuts. He like well, he like leaves it with the announce team, and then Lawler's like, "It's dripping!" <laughs> like starts freaking yeah. out. And Cole Cole has a few questionable calls in this match. Like, folks, uh, this will be a good one. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to. In <laughs> I fact, said, "Yeah, sure." Cole. In fact, Michael, I highly doubt that. I highly doubt it's yes, going to be yes. a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Bossman destroys Midian with some really stiff shots in the corner. Some nice forearms. This was probably the best Huge. part of the match. Uh, and then he spits on Midian, and he says that the Ministry sucks ass. Which Ministry I like. sucks ass. I kind of like that. And then he tells the crowd to shut the hell up when they tell me sucks. Uh, there's a corner close. I hope you like, oh, by the way, I hope you like corner offense because that's all the mm. hell you're getting in this mm, match. Mm, mm. Corner close on by Midian. And then someone in the crowd blows a whistle and I immediately started getting flashbacks to last week's episode. <laughs> uh, thankfully, it, it was like an isolated the incident. Fonzie. Yeah. Uh, Boss Man misses a chair shot into the post outside. Uh, apparently, he didn't care if he got a squall fight or not. Midian gets stunned on the top rope and he falls off onto the apron below. Uh, Midian bites Bossman in the corner. Uh, a lot more corner offense. A boring chant here, which in the Attitude Era was Huge rare. boring chant. Uh, and I have, tend to agree with them. Midian manages the ugliest German suplex I've ever seen in my life. That's little, I put one of the grossest <laughs> German suplexes I've ever seen. Uh, more corner offense. There's a double clothesline into a double down, which is so funny because then they do this like brawl on their knee spot five minutes into a match. Guys, the match has been going on for five minutes. This is something... That, They're that, gassed. That's They're a, dead. That's They're a done. spot you see when someone's been wrestling for like 45 minutes. Fight forever. It was so stupid. I got me going. It, made, it did make me laugh though. Uh, and and then Boss Man Slam, which Cole could not figure out how to call. And, side, he called it a sidewalk slam. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he's called what a maneuver. It's a side, uh, a sidewalk slam. <laughs> Boss Man gets the win in six and a half minutes. This match sucked. Uh, one star. One. I gave it one star too. I was, oh my god, fam. I'm giving this half a star. <laughs> oh, I'm giving this half a way. damn star. No, 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 <laughs> hell no. This I'm match sorry, was I'm awful. Sorry. No, it was so and, bad. And Bossman carried him. I mean, not that Bossman was that good looking either, but he absolutely—he was the only one that did any offense with Swides besides like a rest hold. Okay, yeah. To be fair, Midian makes Big Boss Man look like Kenny Omega out there. <laughs> also, um, I don't know he if we said this terrible. before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if we said this before. I actually really enjoyed heel Bossman when he came back. I mean, yeah. I think I think that for what it's worth, it it gave him I mean a lot longer of a run than he would have had. Well, I think he was saddled with a lot of garbage that like kind of yeah. makes people remember it not as so well. The fondly. big show stuff, yeah, really screwed. And like well, this, and, and getting, the Undertaker, and hanged, yeah, yeah. I think I think both characters of Bossman were pretty cool. I agree. Like the, like the original cop, and yeah, the original cop, County Georgia. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I had uh, nothing against the boss man. I, uh, I, I just, just loved, nothing. He, I, I think you know, me and Zach talked about it last week about how I was like, does boss man just suck? And he's like, no, I think he just kind of put in a lot of really bad situations, and I think sure. that's fair, dude. No, but there were some. Trust me, man. In the in the young blue cop boss man days, like he had some good matches. Him and the Mountie, their rivalry was super fun. Yeah, again, like he, it's important to remember, like. 
his attitude era run, he was kind of an old man at that point. In far as wrestling terms. Trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. There you go. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, after that, uh, backstage. Um, oh, 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 no, I got to get to this ministry. first. Uh, so the lights go down after <laughs> the match is out, and then the ministry surrounds the ring. Uh, the Undertaker gong, lights out. Uh, the ministry is attacking Boss Man in the ring. Undertaker kind of saunters down. Viscera splashes Boss Man about 17 times, and then they uh, dr- pick him up and they carry him away. And, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where's the corporation? Don't worry about it, man. They're, getting, okay. they're you're, busy. You're, your boy's getting beat up. Why aren't you out there <laughs> trying to save it? Uh, they're busy. They, okay. they got a lot of matches to prepare for. Uh, and I will, at least on this show, we'll never find out where Boss Man is being carried to. I think you'll probably find out on TV the next night. Um, or they it, forgot. Because it eventually led to that uh, Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania a couple months later when Boss Man got hung. Uh, so that happened. And, and now, after that, backstage, D'Lo and Mark Henry uh, with Ivory are being interviewed by Kevin Kelly. Um, I, do you remember what they said? Because <laughs> I didn't know. They said down. that if Deborah gets involved, Ivory's ripping her clothes off. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. So Ivory's going to be accompanying Henry and D'Lo to the ring. And of course, Deborah is going to be accompanying the tag team champions, Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett to the ring. And that's kind of teasing some infighting. And maybe we'll get to see some puppies if we're Buzz lucky. Buzz shots. Yes, uh, that's the reason they exist in this match. And the match I am referring to is Mark Henry <clears throat> and D'Lo Brown with Ivory versus Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart with Sir, Deborah. Yes. It's not just any Mark Henry. Sexual, it's sexual chocolate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I want to get it on. And this is for the tag team titles that Hart right and Jarrett currently hold. Um, I love the sexual chocolate music, man. I marked out when I heard it. I didn't know he was doing it this early. So oh, yeah. I was like into oh, yeah. it. I was like, uh, sexual chocolate. And I'm pretty sure the. Do you remember the Sammy bit? I wish. Yeah. I want to hear Kyle's take on this. Do you remember Sammy? Mm mm. So Mark Henry was crushing on China real hard for a while. Mm hmm. I remember and, that. Uh, Wait, was, was Sammy the. Oh my God! You got a penis. Sammy was the. Oh my God, <laughs> yes, you got I a do penis. remember that. Yeah. So Mark Henry, I gotta say something. Do it, buddy. I kind of think that's funny. Like even today, sure, it's kind of funny. Sure. I, it kind of gets a laugh out of me. It's his. It's his delivery in that scene when, like, the when you find oh my out. God. <laughs> oh my God! You've got a penis. It's just kind of funny. I, think, I don't know. I think honestly, it's a juvenile, but it, I kind of liked it? it. No, I guess. I guess this isn't. It's not. It wouldn't make sense with any of the other programming on WWE, but. It might be more acceptable now. I feel like there was a lot of Howard Stern shock value. At, when this then. happened at the time? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would be... I don't know. I mean, well, the only reason I say that is because, you know, transgender is obviously a lot more of a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kyle. Yes. What do you think about the angle when Mark Henry accidentally dated a transgender woman? Okay, so I feel like it would be less accepted now because it's making fun of them. But I have to say, I was telling Luke when you were in the restroom, I kind of thought it was funny. Like, the reveal. What are you talking about? I was never in the restroom. I've been here the whole time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, kind of funny, though. <laughs> I just have to say. I have to say it as a side. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Um, no, it, it's definitely kind of funny, but it, w- it, would it wouldn't fly it, it would be looked down upon now because it would be making fun of transgender wrestlers. And at that point, I want to say I am proud of AEW for being progressive. Mm. And, signing uh, Nyla Rose. Signing Nyla Rose and giving her a chance. Yeah, same. You're like you're. I love it. You're like the hype man for every other uh, promotion while we're doing WWE pay per view reviews. No, yeah. it, it just that's kind of. I mean, that ties into today. Oh no, no, sure. you're right. No, I, I love it. I'm just a hype man for all wrestling. Woo! Oh, uh, except so. for Midian wrestling. <laughs> Phineas, uh, this was within a month of Ivory first debuting in the company. Oh, really? By the way. Oh, okay. Um, so she is kind of her and Mark Henry kind of have a thing going on. So before the match, um, Mark Henry presents her with a bundle of flowers and some chocolates. And uh, then the match begins. Henry and Owen start. Owen slaps Henry in the face 
face and then instantly gets uh, his receipt because he gets tossed hard into the corner. Big clothesline to Owen and then D'Lo is in. Uh, bulldog to D'Lo by Owen and then Jared is in. Slap nuts. Uh, slap nuts comes in, hits a nice drop kick to D'Lo and then another a nice power slam by D'Lo for a near fall to Jared. Deborah is up on the apron to distract Mark Henry, but D'Lo like swoops in and just saves him. You know, like, Deborah's really young and absolutely tiny here as yeah. far as like just super skinny. Deborah's like one of the most like generic people i've ever seen she's dude she's the dolly parton of wrestling. yeah, yeah. Uh, she just i don't know there's not, s- not from like an iconic standpoint but just from an appearance yo standpoint. i could see it i can definitely see it uh there's a double clothesline to d-lo as owen gets tagged back in here so some of the heels doing heel stuff uh a nugget chant which i always appreciate yes. directed at owen also, also owen selling his ass off oh I, yeah I'm just, oh yeah i miss him uh and then jared comes back in there's a nice double team spine buster forearm dive by the heels and then hart comes back in he gets suplexed by d-lo and then there's an enziguri to d Hell of a. And then uh, D'Lo flips it. Like, he sells it with a front flip, which is not the way you see it in Zaguri sold very often, but I kind of loved it. Um, and that's an Owen Hart near fall. There's some more double teamwork by the heels. And then uh, King, t- uh, did you notice this when King drops a subtle jab at Wrestling with Shadows? When he talks yes. about how Owen, Owen's not wrestling with Shadows here. He's got a good partner. Or it might have been vice versa, but. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. Uh, nice little jab there, and King. I, I almost wrote that down, but then I was writing something else. But I was like, wow. Uh, Owen hits mm-hmm. a spin kick on a blind tag for a near fall. And then Hart goes after Henry, allowing a double team action to a distracted ref by the heels to D'Lo. A big lateral press for a D'Lo near fall. And then D'Lo hits a huge power bomb out of the corner to Owen. Sky high, bro. Yep. And then Jarrett gets tagged in. And hey, then... Hey, I, right here. Yeah. When, when they tag Jarrett in, the or when Henry tags in, sorry, he calls Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hart. Cole, does, he, oh, Cole does he? that, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. He, he awkwardly calls him Jeff, Jeff Hart. Jeff Hart is in, and then uh, Henry's in. Pre-pubescent, Cole. Uh, yeah. Henry takes out both of the heel opponents, and then he misses a corner splash, but D'Lo hits a heel kick on both guys, and a spine buster to Jarrett for a near fall, so apparently D'Lo's legal. I never saw a tag, but that's okay. Uh, get used to it for the end of this match. Uh, there's a leg drop to Owen, and then D'Lo goes up top for the lowdown, uh, but then Deborah distracts, and then Ivory gets involved and starts like going to fight Deborah, and for some reason... D'Lo gets off the top to like break it up like no dude hit your finisher the match is over yeah you got the match one let plus, him do that thing plus, plus it was D'Lo that promised yeah it was D'Lo that promised <laughs> so stupid if, if Deborah gets in the way on, every every thread of that two set yeah. sleazy body is gonna that's get that's what he literally off, said yeah. in the backstage segment and now he's breaking up what D'Lo come on man makes you look dumb dude uh, so not a, not a pimp move. So D-Lo. he stops, gets off the rope, and breaks it up. Owen Hart takes advantage of a distracted ref and hits Henry in the back of the legs with a guitar uh, in the ass. In the ass. It was supposed to be the back of the leg, but he kind of missed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how the ref didn't hear that, but you know, it's wrestling. I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, and then Jeff Jarrett he gets the figure four, and Henry has no choice but to tap from the injury. Oh, by the way, Cole he... calls it the Jarrett's patented figure four. Oh, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I just want to say, I think I think there might have been a more popular guy that might have patented it before who no uh, and, uh but buddy rose oh yeah there you go uh and uh henry taps the heel champions retain in heel fashion in nine and a half minutes so uh i didn't really care for this match guys i have to say uh mm. i like a lot of these workers but there was just some some nonsense toward the end uh like the legal man was just switching at will and just i i just hate how Delo didn't hit his finisher and win the match and went and broke up the thing you i know, gave it two stars Go ahead, buddy. Okay, I gave it two and a half. I was kind of disappointed with the ending, too. Like, it was mm-hmm. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But the match wasn't bad. It was fun. Like, I thought all I thought Owen was selling his ass off. I thought Jeff Jarrett was getting some, some good moves in there. I thought Jeff Jarrett looked better here than he has in a lot of times, except for Monday Night Raw last week. <laughs> 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 wing, wing, slap nuts. Um, 
I, I am not a big fan of the Mark Henry sexual chocolate thing. <gasps> I I just I just thought it was so dumb. But whatever. It was I like the match. Um, I like it too. I just want to say before I give my rating, Zach, time, it's never going to like cease to amaze me. You trying to find all of the logic in wrestling. I'll never stop. Specifically, specifically in, in late, attitude specifically in late nineties <laughs> wrestling where really they did whatever the hell they wanted. And the rules just were different as they went along. Every yeah, pretty match. much. Um, I gave this two and a half. I really enjoyed it. I love D-Lo. No, top 10 wrestler of all time. <laughs> Sorry. That's not, I don't really uh, mean that. That I'm was just, guy. I'm a that was just guy. in a random wrestling forum, and this dude was just defending it till the end. But um, D-Lo, absolutely underrated. He's got the swagger. Uh, you could hear in his promo, he didn't have the best chops on the mic, even though he did have the swagger. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, to me, he's got one of the best uh, signature slash finisher combos. I, I love the sky high. It's like it's almost like a pop up yeah. power bomb, but yeah. but it's like a two handed choke slam yeah. sort of a thing. And then of course the classic lowdown. And of course the lowdown. Love the lowdown. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, two, two and a half stars. Uh, solid match with just a needless uh, needless needless backstory. Yeah. Kinda. Uh, but but Ivory rules. Ivory Ivory yeah, does, she does rule. And she definitely does. I like Ivory. I, I just wish that she got to wrestle. She got to be women's champion, so she got her due. Yep. But they always try to start them off as managers. It seems. It's like, dude, just let this girl do what she does best. Um, so uh, post match, uh, Deborah and Ivory finally get into it, and Ivory rips off Deborah's top, but the uh, heels cover cover up her bosom with uh, tag team titles, and they storm. None, no bosom shots for us. No, nope. close, nope. but no cigar. Um, so after that, uh, Kevin Kelly is interviewing Mankind backstage in some kind of boiler room, of course, uh, and then they cut to footage of the Rock ambushing Mankind earlier, and while was, Mankind was training with Bob Backlund and the Iron Sheik, <laughs> yeah, two of the most random guys to yeah. train you ever. Uh, essentially, the Rock, two old crazy. Dudes. And The Rock, to his credit, like the, logically, if you want to talk about logic, this makes sense. He's going after Mankind's legs, so well, he yep. can't stand Man, in the last man's Mankind match. even put him over. Yeah, in he this did. Promo of like, yeah. oh, that was a smart thing to do. Yeah. He did you notice what he was hitting him with? Was it like a uh, like a coffee thing? Yeah, it was just like a coffee dispenser <laughs> that he grabbed from catering. Yeah. Hey, you know, you gotta use what's available to you. And why is it Iron reminds me of like the weapons you'd find in like SmackDown Two on the PS One. Yes. And, and why is Bob and Iron Sheik not trying to help the, their buddy? There's out like here? a shot of the Iron Sheik just literally standing he's there, like yelling, and at he's him. got a look on his face, like I don't have time for this shit, man. But he, but he's yelling at him. <laughs> I wish he's I wish. The Rock, and he's like, stop it. <laughs> I, I, I wish that he was cussing at the Rock, and it was just bleep 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 oh, yeah. bleep. Um, Break your back, make your fucking up. And then after that, we cut to a video package of the uh, Val Venus. Uh, Ryan Shamrock, Ken Shamrock saga. So uh, Ryan Shamrock is uh, storyline Ken Shamrock's sister, and she has taken a liking to Val Venus. They're dating. They're the in love. porn star, and uh, Ken Shamrock takes offense to that, and that sets up this match, which is also know, for the title. Also, also, oh, go ahead, Earl Hebner didn't want his refs refing this match because Ken Shamrock was being really mean. So, so Billy Gunn, so is badass be. Billy Gunn, being really mean. <laughs> Yeah, so they didn't, he was they just were a lunatic yeah. and was attacking everybody. That so was, is that not being very mean? It is being very mean. It's it's a, yes somehow. It is. I, uh, I will mention somehow. Let me just no, attack no, you. Would that be form, nice? You do it on almost weekly on the fucking podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I should mention so yeah. Ryan Shamrock, you know kayfabe, uh, Ken Shamrock's sister. Uh-huh. They were definitely doing it on the road. I, I just wanted. I just want to make that clear. Cool, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so so thanks this is <laughs> Val Venus with Ryan Shamrock versus Ken Shamrock, you the current know. IC champ champion with Billy Gunn. So as a Ryan Shamrock referee. is Ken's sister slash girlfriend. Thanks, Luke. Yeah, that got. That's it. really what I was. And also to. Val Venus's girlfriend. Uh, and this is for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, so Billy Gunn, it's like being played up how he like equally dislikes everybody. So he's the perfect choice to be in this match. 
Uh, so he volunteered to be the ref. And also one little touch is when Ryan and Val make their entrance. I love how uh, Ryan Shamrock is wearing like a dress that, that is very similar to the towel that Val Venus wears to the ring. I thought I saw it was a nice oh, subtle towel. I didn't even notice that. I, I didn't even had the either. slit in the leg like where his towel, towel splits. I didn't it's catch a good, that. Nice little subtle touch. It's- is Val Venus, I mean, granted, the, the wrestling acumen doesn't compare. Is Val Venus like the Attitude Era version of Rick Rude? Well, like how he, how the whole yeah, sexual yeah, sure. exhibitionist yeah, thing. I could buy it. Uh, the Attitude Era is Kelly Kelly. Uh, Venus, uh, <laughs> sure. Venus cuts a very brief promo and says hello, hello to all the ladies. And then the match begins. Um, so Shamrock, once again, the theme of the show is somebody rushes somebody else as the bell rings. This time it's Shamrock rushing Venus as the bell rings. Uh, Venus gets a brief upper hand, uh, hits a corner chop to Shamrock. Shamrock returns with one of his own. And then Gunn with a very relaxed pinfall count here. And then a spin kick to Venus. And then Venus gets sent so hard into the corner he goes down, gets back up, and gets clotheslined out of his socks by Shamrock. And then Shamrock hits some stiff knees to Venus. Big power slam. Uh, Val fights back, hits a somewhat delayed vertical suplex. Nice looking move. Uh, Val with a, then follows that up with a nice double underhook suplex another nice looking move uh, and then a sidewalk slam backbreaker to shamrock and then venus tosses shamrock outside rams is back into the post gets back into the ring and applies the camel clutch to shamrock shamrock fights back with some strikes val rakes his eyes a really great sequence when val has shamrock in the sleeper and uh he's telling gun to ask him and gun's pretending like he doesn't know what he's supposed to ask him so he's like <laughs> ask him what <laughs> it had me it had me rolling dude it was oh, great billy billy was the star oh billy's sure. always a star okay. um and then Top there's a ten of all time. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. And then uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, Billy Gunn. Also, have we have we plugged that Twitter? What what's that Twitter handle? Billy Gunn facts. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'll find it. Uh, so there's Anita Shamrock for another lackadaisical near fall by Gunn. Shamrock plants foul with the DDT, and then Gunn won't count the three. Counts one, two. Doesn't put his hand down. Venus recovers and applies the sleeper once again. Uh, Shamrock counters it into a nice suplex, and then a snap power slam by Shamrock for another slow near fall. Val Venus with the bridging fisherman's German suplex for Beautiful. a uh, another screwy near fall. A roll up for a Shamrock near fall. Val gets up top, but he gets tossed down by Shamrock. There's a spin kick, an ugly hurricane rana, and then Shamrock doesn't go for the pin. And even Billy Gunn's like, stay on him. Like, what are you doing? Uh, which is funny. The, uh, even the commentary had uh, picked that one up. And uh, there's a belly-to-belly by Shamrock. The ankle lock gets applied. Ryan helps Val to the ropes right in front of Gunn, but he doesn't do anything about it. Ken doesn't care for it. My favorite part of this match, he goes outside, starts arguing with Ryan. Ryan forgets her cue, and then Ken Shamrock loudly and blatantly goes, slap me. And then Ryan <laughs> slaps Ken. Okay, I need to start wearing headphones when I watch these. <laughs> it was so loud. You could have found it on I your TV. It. it was loud. <laughs> uh, so it was right on, right in front of the camera. So Ryan slaps him. Uh, it was really great. God. And then Ken, uh, Billy Gunn gets involved. Ken uh, Shamrock shoves him, who h- hits him in turn, sends him into the ring. Fast counts a roll up by Venus. And uh, Venus wins. And he is your new Intercontinental Championship in 16 minutes. Uh, post-match, Gun and Shamrock brawl. And then he comes back in and he uh, beats up Venus, Bill, too. Billy attacks, but Val. Yeah. Uh, both men. Pronouns, pal. Um, <laughs> Got so, him. I don't know. Uh, this is another match. It kind of just didn't do a ton for me. There were some, there was some nice action in this match, uh, particularly by Venus. I thought he looked pretty sharp. Hit a lot of like nice technical-looking suplexes. And, and uh, Gun provided some comedy. I just... Yeah. I don't know how I feel about... Uh, like this big rivalry coming down to a third party, uh, you know, like this was supposed to be like a heated personal rivalry and to have like a third party have such a hand in it. I don't know. It didn't sit too good with me. Well, I gave it, it's just all screwy Russo finishes. I gave it 2.25 stars because it wasn't a horrible match by any means. I gave it two and a half. 
I loved it, actually. I really enjoyed it. I really love Billy Gunn. He was killing me. Uh, that Twitter account is at Billy Gunn Fact. Uh, he's hilarious. He Yeah, it's great. Follow he, it. Uh, he says, first things first, I'm not Billy Gunn. Definitely not Bar Gunn. <laughs> so we know, we know who he's not, but um, I love this match. So uh, I had a lot of fun watching it, and Billy Gunn, there were a couple things like when uh, Ken Shamrock was coming out, I believe, he just perches himself up on the top rope. Billy Gunn is just laying on the, the top rope. just You're doing you know, like the tranquilo there. thing. Yeah, yeah, and then... It was great. And then uh, he was he was just being funny the whole match. And I thought Shamrock and Venus both looked really good. You know, it's kind of it's kind of cool. funny. Um, for what you would expect, it was actually Ken Shamrock, the one working stiff and not Val Venus. Oh! Ah! You did it! Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, gave, I gave it two and three quarters. Um, I really enjoyed it. The screwy ending, you know, was, ugh. but, um, you know, with, with Ryan Shamrock, did you guys ever hear how they picked her up? So, uh, I can't remember which episode of the Pritchard pod. It was, very, uh, Royal Rumble 99. Oh yeah. 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 Very, very educational, by the way. Um, they, <laughs> Bruce called up one of his buddies who was a DJ at a strip club and like he was part of a band and the band's, one of the bandmates girlfriends was Ryan Shamrock. And well, not literally, but you know, and and so they got her like on a one-off deal, and it was supposed to just be that one thing where she's in the crowd and it's whatever. But then Russo kept demanding that they bring her back and bring her back, and Pritchard's like, "Hey, like you got to sign this, go to a contract if we're going to continue to have her on TV," and then didn't get it. Luckily, there was no trouble there. But yeah, they just picked him up from a random uh, girlfriend of a band plays a strip club. Slap me. <laughs> that was my favorite part of this whole match, by the way. That like so I was, terrible. I had to pause the match because I was laughing so hard at that. Uh, so after that, we um, get a oh, oh this go is ahead. Val Venus's first individual title win. Oh okay, should say congratulations, Val. Uh, there's a post match after that. There's a video package hyping up the uh, DX. Oh, I'm so sorry. What? I, I got to add this. Yeah, go ahead. You had to have been proud because after Billy Gunn beat up Val, he gave the best rapid crotch chops. Oh yeah, like. He was like on his his arms were like on fire. Yeah, that I've we've seen you do that a time or two, and boy, it was great. It was great, right in Val's face. The Gorgeous. crowd loved it too. Biggest pop of the match. Uh, after that, we get a uh, good video package hyping up everything that's been going on between DX and the corporation. So, oh, you're just gonna you're just gonna skip right by the beautiful Mr. Socko shirt commercial, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't write that down. Uh, I do want that shirt though. Yeah, it was just. They weren't even selling. I thought at first they were selling the sock. I know yeah, I, did I did too. too. That's how they—they're like, look at this great, beautiful sock. Which, by the way, Foley every once in a while does like uh, fundraiser things where he signs and ships stuff to you for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a signed Cactus Jack shirt what? with a with a uh, certificate of authenticity and a signed Mister Socko. That's awesome. That he personally makes. Dude, that's sick. So I. Super, super That's happy awesome. about that. Anyway, I need that shirt. Yeah, it's a great shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get the uh, the whole China turning on DX to join the corporation because uh, they paid her a lot of money. Which I kind of forgot about this. Yeah, this was a big story. So this was like at the height of DX's like big, like they were still on the rise very mm-hmm. much. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, China defected to the corporation. After Triple H saved her. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Uh, and man, the corporation is just like, they are probably the top heel faction in the company at this point. Oh, they're they are all over this show. Are, they are yeah. all over this show. And uh, they are very hated. And so this was a, a good rivalry. The match is going to be uh, Triple H and X-Pac, the DX contingent There are a little Kane too many China. video effects for that package. Yeah, they like would do this thing where like repeat some, somebody would say something important and it would repeat, repeat, repeat. <laughs> also, can I say something? Yeah, of course. I didn't like Triple H's pants in this match. I love them. Because they're red and he's supposed to be part of DX who's green. And then Kane's red. And I was like, hmm. 
colors clashing here. Hmm. I think he should be wearing green pants. He had green pants. I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he did. did. So I don't know why. But he he's worn wear... these red ones multiple yeah, times. Yeah, but why too. would you wear it when you're facing Kane, who's wearing the same colors? That's like going to a Mariners oh, game. So and you're going to overanalyze Angels this, outfits. but you're not going to see Ryan Shamrock who's wearing a fucking <laughs> towel for a dress. And then uh, Mr. Q and Shamrock had to say slap me. I just loved that so much. I thought that was so funny. Uh, okay. Slap me, Zach. Uh, let's get to the match. Uh, oh, and by the way, they're hyping this up as the first uh, like actual mixed intergender match in WWF. I don't know if that's true, but they like went out of their way to say it several times. Well, it's times. like one-sided intergender. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if at any rate, uh, kind of groundbreaking stuff here. Trips, Trips does his little... Are you ready? Yeah, I've, I've had I was having NXT flashbacks because that's like his big thing now in NXT. I guess flash forwards. Oh, that's awesome. Going he also called China a big jacked up. Yeah, bitch. I loved that. That made me laugh. I went. Just Rest like in peace, China Hall of Fame this year. Oh, yeah. she better. Should have should have been there. She should have been there years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he called China big. Get out here, you big jacked up bitch. That I've been screwing for years. Uh, I, it kind of just caught me off guard. Uh, oh, it, don't forget Shane's on commentary. Oh Not yeah, so Shane joins commentary, and, and Shane is going, on something. He is going on this match. Wham, wham, wham. Yeah, there's a part wham. later on when Kane's like <laughs> delivering strikes to X Pac, and Shane's just like wham, wham, wham. Yeah, get him, yeah, get yeah. the X Punk. And Shane the, is just yeah. out of control. Calls this him X Punk the entire time. Um, China comes out to McMahon's music. Also, uh, Triple H at the beginning of the match rips has a China Syndrome shirt, so I'm one of her merch. It. Yeah, rips it, rips it, and then wipes his butt. So a lot of interesting stuff going on. Oh, and it's also explained that Kane is only in the corporation because Vince has threatened to put him in the insane asylum if he does not. Uh, yeah, because uh, because Vince, I'm sure, can just physically Vince has do the power to, to do Kane, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the bell rings and uh, um, Triple H does the China shirt thing, and then Shane saunters down to the commentary booth, and it's going to be Triple H and Kane that start the match, and then Shane is just instantly going crazy here on commentary. Kane gets the early advantage, kills Triple H with a big boot. He misses an elbow, allowing Triple H to tag in X Pac. Uh, X Pac. Uh, gets kicked by Kane. Uh, or no, Kane kicks X-Pac in the corner. Nope, I had that backwards again. X-Pac kicks Kane in the corner, and then uh, X-Pac uh, gets uh, beat up by Kane. Is just selling his ass off here. China wants in really bad. She gets in. Uh, she hits uh, X-Pac hard as she comes in. And then... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, thanks. thanks and dude. then Xbox sends her into the corner, and he's going to go for the Bronco Buster, but she escapes, and Xbox uh, escapes out of the ring himself. Uh, and then uh, Kane gets Kane tags in at this point. Xbox goes after him, drop kicks his knee a couple times, and then Kane tries for a two hand choke slam, but Trips comes in and saves the day, and then goes back to the uh, apron and tags himself in. He goes up top, hits a diving forearm to, to Kane. Triple H teases the punch to China, but Kane breaks it up, and then Kane's up top, hits a beautiful diving close on to Triple H. China comes in and uh, decks Triple H, and uh, China gets a nice looking scoop slam to Triple H, and then misses an elbow. X Pac gets tagged back in. Kane comes in, he misses a corner splash. There's a double team suplex attempt to Kane. They can't get him on the first try, but they get him on the second. China gets tossed off of the top rope into Kane, who catches her. Uh, which allows just enough of a distraction for DX to hit a double-team DDT onto Kane. And then Kane gets closed out of the ring, and then he kind of pulls X-Pac out, and then Kane gets sent to the post, and then X-Pac, for good measure, like takes Shane out before he gets into the ring, which was great. That was so funny. Uh, and then Shane was just really mad. Like He was already mad, but he was real fired up the rest of the match after that point. Uh, back in the ring, Kane clatches, catches, and slams X-Pac after he attempts a heel kick. China comes in, hits a really nice running power slam to X-Pac for a near fall. Kane comes back in, beats up on X-Pac, and then tags China back in. Uh, she punches Triple H, crotches X-Pac on the top rope, and then uh, uh, Kane takes X-Pac out while the ref is distracted. Uh, China gets a near fall here. 
X-Pac is in the sleeper, and the crowd is just going nuts. They want X-Pac to get it. This is one of the hottest sleeper spots I've ever seen. Like, they were so hot for X-Pac here. It was so great. So hot. Uh, and then uh, he recovers and hits a side suplex to China, and then Triple H gets tagged in. Takes China out, fights off Kane. China is selling really well here uh, because she, you know it's all like kind of leading up to that. If she's gonna, is she gonna take the big bump? Is she gonna take the big bump? Uh, and I just thought it was really well done, uh, particularly towards the end of this match when her selling was just uh, on point. X Pac is beaten up by Kane outside after a missed baseball slide. There's a running knee to China by Triple H. Kane intervenes, pulls Triple H outside over the top rope, and they brawl. Back in the ring, uh, X Pac hits a Bronco Buster to China. I saw that video once. Stop. What? Wow. Man, okay. Uh, Shane takes out Xbox. Oh, okay. You're gonna judge me. Right. And then he runs away. And then Xbox just bye. He just out of the match. He chases him away, and that's the last time you'll see him in this match. So, what a good partner uh, Xbox is. And then Triple H sends Kane to the steps and uh, kills him, but only briefly. Another knee to China. He goes to the kills pedigree. Him only briefly. <laughs> it's, he's Kane. He gets. He's dead already. Oh, true. Uh, uh, so he teases the pedigree. Uh, the crowd's going crazy, but Kane breaks it up. Choke sends Triple H. Pulls China on top of Triple H. Uh, this is what I noticed. The ref was just gone. I don't know where he went, but he was gone. He uh, he runs back into the ring and he does count the three in fourteen and a half minutes. And the corporation is victorious. Who was, over was that Tim White? It was Tim White. So he was just running all over the. Cause he did the hardcore <laughs> yeah. match. He's just running all over the damn place. Poor Tim White. Uh, Overall, I thought this was a super, super solid match. It was the first like I, I'd call it like the first legitimately good match. Like. For me, on this card, uh, uh, there were other matches I enjoyed, but uh, this was the but, first like really good match. Yeah, it, it delivered. Sure. Uh, I just loved the story of China and particularly Triple H and how uh, he he would always almost get his receipt for China, uh, but it never quite worked out. Um, Xbox does kind of look like a doofus for just leaving his partner in the middle of the match. He does, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's a nitpick, and uh, I did enjoy this match. I gave it three point two five stars. I gave it three and a half. Mm. I really, really liked it. Um, again, I was kind of like. Why is X-Pac tasting Shane, yeah, Shane McMahon right left. now? But uh, and I was also kind of wondering, again, where's your teammates? Why why is Billy Gunn not down here saying Shane, you stop that right now? But this match was really good. Um, I love X-Pac. I love China. I love Kane, and I love Triple H. This match was great. Shane's commentary at first, I was kind of finding him obnoxious, but then I was like, <laughs> he's X-Pac. funny. Oh, this is good stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, thanks, man, for that. Luke, what did you think of the match? Uh, I give it, I give it three stars. I thought it was a really fun tag team match. Um, DX got away with a ton of double team work. I noticed. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of the opposite for me, Kyle. I thought it was Shane was hilarious at first, and then it just but then it was just you. like whoa, and then just X Punk, X Punk, X Punk, and so like eventually it's like okay. Yeah, at first I was like, what are you doing? But then I started listening more, and I was when, like, after okay, the funny. like I I was laughing when he went wham what when he was doing <laughs> oh that. Oh my god! But once he started, you know, just screaming over Cole, Cole couldn't even get a word in. It was I like know. okay, all right, all right. It was kind of the fun. That's what made it so satisfying when X Pac took him out halfway through the match. Oh yeah, but no, then it just fired him up more. It was great. And DX man, they were hot to try. Yeah, they were. Man. Man. People loved them. So fun. And uh, Kane took that stair bump like a champion. Big big stair bumps are so satisfying. He was dead. He recovered really quickly, but like he like was out. Like, yeah. After oh, he yeah. got thrown to the steps, so it was a uh, yeah good job by Kane. Uh, after that match, Cole and Lawler are hyping up the last man standing match, and they even cut to the two ambulances that are uh, in waiting and ready to go. I really like that a lot. And then we cut to a video package, and it just, I mean, what can you say about this video package? One of the best stories 
in WWF history. This rivalry? Uh, just this long-standing this rivalry. rivalry. And mm-hmm. the championship was going back and forth. I mean, there's so many great moments from The Rock, you know, the recreation of the screw job uh, to, uh, that led to The Rock winning the title, to Mankind winning it on Raw with Austin's help, to their Brutal War Rumble match, to Mankind winning it back on Halftime Heat. I mean, so many, like, marquee moments in their rivalry turned friendship later on. Um, and it was just a great video package. I mean, it's fun to relive all those moments. Yeah, that historic Raw was just a little bit, a little over a month before this. The Brutal yeah. Royal Rumble match was just two weeks after that. And then two weeks before this pay-per-view was Halftime Heat. Yeah. So, man, they had two months of just being on yeah. fire. Uh, it's awesome. And uh, it's all going to culminate right here. Well, technically, they'd have one more match. Uh, but I'll mention that at the end. True. Uh, and this is going to be The Rock versus Mankind, who is the champion in a last man standing match. It's about the only stipulation match they, they have done. done. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be, and I have to say right off the top, man, last man standing matches when done right are one of my favorite Amazing. match stipulations ever. I, I, I uh, love I E. Becky standing. and Charlotte. Yeah. Becky and Charlotte, Gargano and Champa from Ooh, TakeOver. Yes. Last man standing match. If you can do it right, it's 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 one of my favorites. And this certainly lived up. Well, that's to that really like, it's a good way to, um, you know, get get some no disqualification rules in and have a yeah. long classic. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's going to be a long match, uh, hopefully. <laughs> but you have to have you have to have two good workers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and good workers they had here. Uh, I need Mankind's Attitude Era tie, by the way. Did I know, you notice that? Yeah, it was great. I that loved it. Taker and Ru- yeah, everyone all I over. I loved it. I need that. Uh, so as the bell rings, uh, Mankind... Oh, one thing I do wish to okay. interrupt myself. I kind of wish they would have done like an introduction. Like you see a lot now. Like in this corner, he is sure. the challenger from Miami, Florida. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't do that. And like, it, I don't know. I feel like when you do... It's a little touch, but when you do it, like it really aids to like the big fight feel of championship matches. Uh, and it's not obviously it's not a huge thing, but it's kind of something I just noticed. Like, oh, I wish they would have done that as the bell was ringing. Was Michael Buffer still doing the WCW main events in '99? Probably, yes. yeah. So didn't have to be Buffer. Do you though. think? Could have been well, yeah, but do you think that maybe they did that on purpose? Ga- yeah, you could have had Gangrel do it. Yeah, that would have been good. Do you think that they did? <laughs> do, you do you think, think they they're avoiding it because to just yeah, separate to, themselves from to WCW? Contrast. Maybe, maybe it's possible. And ECW, just remember, they were doing right it for every it. match. Uh, yes. So it's possible they just wanted to be different and get right into the action. Uh, just a one touch, one thing I do want to say here uh, yeah. with Mankind, the one thing I've noticed like with Mankind's button-up shirt version, you know, uh-huh. the, he's a lot more goofy. He's a lot more. They they refer to him. They don't call him Mankind that much. They call him they Foley. Call him Foley, oh, like yeah. a lot. Like and three quarters of the time. his tie. Yes. Yeah, we, we were, talked about it. Yes. Oh, well, sorry. Well, I had to, well, you had to what? I had to do something. <laughs> oh, okay. He was playing uh, The Simpsons again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They call him fully a lot. Yeah, to I try noticed to, like, that. Blur the lines, but I mean, I guess they do make this man kind of way more human. Yeah, that's true. This like once he started wearing, like once he's transitioned to the car crash music. So Mankind turns his back on The Rock, allowing him to attack him right as the bell rings. And apparently Rock's attack from earlier dislocated. Mankind's yeah, his knee, knee was dislocated from oh. the attack earlier. Uh, so of course the, the Rock is targeting the leg, uh, obviously too, so he can't stand in the last man standing match. Uh, soon after Did, that though... I'm so sorry. Did oh, you notice also that at the very beginning of the match, Foley tur- puts his hands behind his back and turns his back to The Rock and lets him like get a cheap shot? Yeah, I mentioned that. Oh, sorry, Dad. That's okay. <laughs> like like uh, to the Royal Rumble. So uh, soon after that, Mankind belts The Rock with the title and uh, first kind of near count of the match because the rock gets up at eight uh the rock goes outside mankind goes right after him rocky gets sent into the steel supports of the entrance ramp and then mankind gets sent in like super hard like his head bounced off of that uh steel steel structure as michael cole called it yeah uh, his head it looked like his head actually bounced like, off that it did it like bounced off of it and then they head into the uh quote unquote tech area which is just a table they set up with a monitor and some snacks 
That's all that's on this table. Is that, what, what more do you need, Zach? <laughs> that's I guess that's true. When, you know? when he said that, and I was looking at that, I was like, wait, that <laughs> can't actually the, be that. They like very obviously set this up like as the match was starting. Uh, but nevertheless, he just we pulled did, that out of his ass. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they got they're in the tech area, and mankind DDTs the rock through the table that's set up, and the snacks go everywhere. There are like lace no, chips and like cookie wrappers all the over the place. Not the snacks. <laughs> uh, and then the rock suplexes mankind right into the bare concrete floor. Rocky keeps targeting the knees here. Rock gets sent hard into the steel steps. Both men are now back into the ring. Uh, scoop slam by mankind, and then mankind misses the uh, the uh, what do they call it? The Mister Elbow. The Mister Elbow. Uh, his version <laughs> of the People's or the Corporate Elbow. This move has a lot of names, uh, but he misses. And then uh, I just Michael Cole really really wants you to know that The Rock is a superior athlete in this match because he must have said it no less than 10 times in this match. I felt like every time he hit a move, he'd say that. I know. It was ridiculous. The Rock is the superior athlete. The superior athlete. Yeah, no, you're duh, right. Michael Cole. You're right. Mankind's built like every yeah. dad on earth. Yeah, you can't just do the eye test here <laughs> yeah. and tell, huh, Michael? God, he said it so much. It was driving me crazy. Um, outside, Mankind gets suplexed onto the floor. And uh, do you guys notice Mankind's breathing cadence in this match? No, I uh, <laughs> the whole match he was breathing like that. Oh, it kind of drove How me crazy. How do you notice that? It's the headphones, man. I noticed the details. Oh, like you heard it? Yeah, you okay. can hear him like the whole time. <laughs> well, I mean, he's getting <laughs> he was chucked around. It's true. He's gas. Uh, it was just kind of weird. And then another suplex, and then a third suplex onto the floor, and uh, the Rock forces the ref to count here. That and was then, probably adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. And then as uh, he, the ref is counting, the Rock steals Michael Cole's headset and just takes over on commentary for a while, and uh, just puts down mankind, cuts a promo on him. Cuts a little promo about rock burgers and rock sauce. <laughs> yeah, he's I was off. laughing so hard. He's just going off. Uh, Mankind recovers, and uh, uh, and he dives over the announce table and takes the rock out. And then Mankind's up on the apron, and he goes for an elbow drop to the rock as he's draped over the announce table. Brutal-looking spot. Both men are down as the ref counts. Mankind gets up first, takes a drink of water, and spits it right in the rock's face. And then Rocky gets set into the steps, and then Mankind throws a step set of steel steps into the ring. Uh, he goes to hit the rock, but he like jumps up, and then Mankind kicks them, and Mankind eats them in the face. So if you're holding steel steps over your head... To hit somebody, that's like a hundred percent fail rate, right? I mean, yeah, pretty much. I don't think there's I've no ever way seen you that. can swing that fast. Yeah, uh, I mean, trust me, in the WWE video games, it never works. So there's probably no way it works in real life. <laughs> uh, the Rock produces a chair and then uh, whacks Mick in the knee with it several times, and then he, he goes to hit Mankind with a chair, but the uh, classic spot where the chair bounces off the ropes and he hits himself hard I love in the that. head. By the way, like it was a believable looking ricochet. Uh, ricochet. And, uh, yeah, one and. Only. Only. And then we get a cactus clothesline, sends both men outside. Fully tries for a pile driver, but he can't get the rock up. Settles for a swinging neckbreaker instead. Mankind goes for a pile driver on the announce table, uh, and but the rock back body drops him, and Mankind takes one of the ugliest bumps I've ever seen. He hit his right head. into the timekeeper. He hits his head on this end of the announce table, and, and then, then he hits legs. his legs yeah. on the timekeeper's area. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. That was gross. Like, man. And you wonder why he's going, huh, 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 <laughs> yeah, huh, I wonder. I wonder why. Uh, that looked really bad. And then the ref's counting. And as The Rock does this, he as the ref's counting, The Rock grabs the steel steps and throws them onto Mankind. Like, oh, that throws was brutal. Them yeah, it was like, that was like some Bubba Ray Dudley that recklessness, bro. That was insane. Bro. And then that, uh, that got the classic, gosh darn it, Rocky, out of Michael Cole, <laughs> which I loved. <laughs> Thanks for that, Michael Cole. No, no, he said... He said, he said oh, what did he say? He said... Gosh darn it, Rocky. God, God darn it. Damn it, Yeah, Rock. yeah. God uh, darn it. And then back in the ring, The Rock hits the corporate elbow, and the ref counts. Uh, 
mankind is re- as he recovers the mankind or uh, the rock grabs a mic and starts singing a beautiful rendition of smackdown hotel uh the crowd is super into it they can't hate the guy at this point but mankind saves the day with the mandible claw and the rock is selling while the mic's still up to his mouth <laughs> so he's like oh, no. <laughs> and there's a ref bump <laughs> yeah we get a ref bump the ref gets knocked out of the ring randomly and then <laughs> it always like as an adult like watching the mandible claw like people die from this move but why it's like the most illogical selling. Have of you move ever I've have ever you ever seen. had it done to you? Oh, my dad used to do the mandible claw to me all the time. That was his finishing move. It I just tried ki- to get him. It didn't kill me though, because the so, rock's like dead. He's like unconscious. Well, well, I mean, Mick's whole thing was like those two fingers were vice grips. That's right. right. Like he had that thing on two fingers. And, um, yeah. But unfortunately, since there was a ref. Also, bump, why wouldn't you just bite the damn fingers? <laughs> it's wrestling. That's a good point. That's, that's a good point. You try. You stop trying to figure things out. Yeah, come on. Oh, sorry, Zach. Yeah, I thought I was the logical one. You looks like you're doing a lot of logic here. Uh, and oh, of course, okay. the ref's out of the ring, so uh, he can't count as the Rock is laying uh, unconscious. He does recover and punches Mankind right in the dick, and then he kills Mankind with the DDT, and then Mankind DDTs the Rock onto a steel chair, gets the DDT of his own. The ref counts, but the Rock breaks the count. Sako makes an appearance, gets the Mandible Claw again. The Rock counters with the Rock Bottom, and both men are down. As the count begins, uh, they both beat the count. They hit each other with steel chairs. Both are down for the count. Uh, in a match ends in a draw in 22 minutes. Boo. The crowd does not like this. Kind of on their side, but I get it. Kind of the finish, uh, but I get why they'd be upset as well. Um, so mankind would lose this belt the next night on Raw in a ladder match. In a ladder match. So uh, thanks to somebody's help that we're going to mention later. Yeah. So I feel, and which was set up a match with them uh, as well, but. Couple. I feel like if this would have happened today, the internet fans would riot. Like if that whole like no finish and then mankind just loses the belt the next day. Oh yeah, everybody. Because think be about it, like the corporate guy losing the or uh, winning the belt from like everyone's fan favorite. Like Mick Foley was the Daniel Bryan of the nineties. Mm. Yep. Uh, mm. In a lot of ways. Yep. I mean, obviously Daniel Bryan's a much better worker, but uh, kind of just like from a, a crowd reaction and uh, maybe people thinking he never got the chances he deserved. But uh, just an interesting note that. Uh, Mankind or Mankind would enjoy one more day of his title reign. He would win it one more time at SummerSlam, uh, and that would be his last reign. Uh, this match is 22 minutes long. I loved it. Four stars. Hell yeah! Really good match. I gave it four stars. I thought it was a great match. I even didn't mind the ending because I, I mean, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it, sh- it should have set up a longer feud. I agree. Not what I agree. happened the next night, but yeah, I really liked the match. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I loved the the hitting the. Or ropes with the chair and it bouncing back. And it was like spot. one of the best looking versions of that yeah, spot. Yeah, I love that spot. Yes. And The Rock and Mankind could wrestle forever. I could watch them wrestle forever. Every and, single night. Well, and to your point, Kyle, um, like in hindsight, the finish kind of does stink a little bit because it didn't really lead to like one more paper. Right. Match. But, it, but if you're thinking that it's going to lead to one more match, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that it didn't, I don't know, kind of weird, but still well, a really good match. The, I mean, in their defense, they said this was the conclusion. That's true. That's true. So. Uh, I, I gave this four stars. I mean, just so awesome and dramatic. Yep. Um, I think The Last Man Standing is like the only time that it, it makes sense to get away with a draw. Oh, for sure. Um, you can, I think, you can, you can, it can happen in a Last and, Man but Standing. But you got to understand the timeline here. Like you guys said, I mean, quote unquote, throw away or whatever. This is, this is the segue to WrestleMania. And no one wants Austin Mankind at WrestleMania. I mean, people do, but that's not what's going to sell. Right, right. You know that the title has to end up going back to Rock so that they can have that iconic, you know. But you can't have Mankind lose in a Last Man Standing match either. No, no. So it, your hands because, are kind of tied, the thing yeah. Too, that's the thing, too. It shows once again yeah. that he was tougher and uh, yeah. the post-match stuff. Uh, 
Yeah, so after the match, both men are loaded into the ambulances, so they made good use of those. So, actually, so like, Rock is done. Yeah, he's Mankind's out. talking and He gets asking. stretchered, and Mankind sits up. I mean, yeah. he's, like, delirious yeah. or whatever. But uh, Rock is out he's of He's out. There. He's dead. And so, uh, once again, it makes Mankind look yep. like a tough son of yep. a bitch. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yep. So, we get a video package after that for the main event. Uh, and uh, this is, I mean, we had two of the best rivalries in WWF like back to back. Is so this Austin good. Vince the best ever? Technically, you have three of the best rivalries ever on this card. What's the third one? Gold Dust, Blue Dust. Stop. I'm so done. You're with you, so dude. great. I'm so done. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle uh, won't be on the podcast next week, so if uh, any of you guys want to be the third chair, let us Taking know. applicants? Um, could this be the best well, rivalry in wrestling history? Yes, oh, yeah, it definitely. Is. Uh, it is. And of There's course, no we question. get the video package, and it's great, and it just replays everything that we've seen going into tonight. Uh, again, the stipulations are. Uh, Austin is putting his title shot at WrestleMania on the line. Mm -hmm. Vince has promised no uh, corporate interference in the match, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Austin was able to make it without striking McMahon uh, building up to the match, which leads us to uh, the main event of the evening, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon in a steel cage. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's really good Finkel, dude. Thanks, man. I love it. Uh, something I did love about the, uh, this kind of pre-match was you got to see the ring crew putting the cage together. You don't what, get to see that very often. Which there's really not as much to it as you'd think. No, it's just like a bunch of panels with like stakes. Well, and you know what? So this was, as if you, I mean, you've noticed, I'm sure, but like this was the black version of the big blue cage. I loved this cage. This this was the last time they used it. Really? Uh Yes, yeah, I believe this is the last time they used it before like they moved cage. on to the chain link. I like this Which cage. the chain link's already like constructed, so they would just lower down. Yeah. These, they had to actually put these up. you had to like yes. connect to the posts. Yeah. It was so. cool to see a nice, nice little touch by them. It was super uh, cool. And you saw, like, I mean, there's some of that ring crew that looked pretty athletic. One oh, of them yeah. was looking like Sabu balancing on the ropes right there, man. They're probably performance center guys. I mean, they didn't have a performance center back then, but, you know, the equivalent. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so sure. uh, we do get Stone Cold versus Vince, and uh, goddamn, Stone Cold was so cool, guys. He was so over. He was crazy. so he's cool. Still so cool. Oh yeah, for he's sure. gonna be. He's gonna be so cool until he's, you know, dead. A hundred. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, the crowd is just so into him, and then Did Vince you, comes out, of course, so, to no chance. I'm sorry. What? I saw this the other day, and I should have tagged you guys on Twitter. Did either of you see Stone Cold dancing to uh, Never Gonna Give You yes. Up yes. With, yes. with shades yes. on? Yes. Oh Classic. my god. Classic. Uh, uh, thanks for that. Uh, so Vince comes out yes. to no chance. He's freaking yoked. Uh, he's huge. Gigantor. He's just beefed up here. Uh, Vince takes a sweet time getting into the cage, uh, drawing a lot of heat from the crowd. Austin eventually gives up and chases him around the ring. Vince climbs uh, inside of the cage. Austin mm -hmm. climbs on the outside. And then Austin gives up and jumps down. Uh, but it appears that he's injured no, his knee. No. So like he... So, like, Vince pops him, and then it, Austin makes it look like he slips. Yeah. And then sells like he just hurt his knee really bad. So, uh, apparent knee injury for Austin. So, Vince decides he's going to take advantage of it, get some offense in. But uh, good old Steve was just playing possum that whole time. And he Typical ambushes Vince. Move. Uh, sends him into the cage wall, chokes him with a microphone ca or a camera cable. Which is one of Vince's, like, like legit least favorite spots, by the That's way. That's why Dana Brand got fired from yep. we did the Nexus days. Uh, Vince gets dumped into the crowd. Austin beats McMahon's ass all over the ringside area. Vince eventually recovers and takes down Austin. They brawl back into the crowd again. They eventually make their way back to ringside. Vince is just getting destroyed. Vince tries climbing away several times, but Austin keeps pulling him back down. Uh, eventually, he pulls up. He climbs up with him. Uh, they get to the very top of the cage, and uh, Austin bonks his head on the cage, and McMahon falls so hard, guys. Oh, yeah. So hard onto this announce table. His body, his back, just 
bounced well, off of this announcement. Yeah, table he, did, he didn't land clean through. He so, landed like half on, half off. So his spine, like the oh. center of his spine, hit the side of the it was the announce brutal. Table. And so like he could he could have like broke a vertebra. Yeah, it was sure. bad. A uh, stretcher is brought out. There was one thing uh, earlier. Oh uh, yeah, Austin. There was a. I just love this because Austin's taking his time and just whooping his ass. Uh, he sits in a chair, like he sits in one of the chairs on near the timekeeper, uh-huh. just like take a little break. And then goes back to whooping. Oh the yeah, I love ass. that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I love those little nuances. Um. So stretcher gets brought out. Paramedics uh, fix the neck break. break <laughs> neck brace to Vince and load him onto the gurney. Also. Uh, yep. Cole. Cole, you could tell, tries to get his JR moment here. He's broken. No, in no, half. no, no. He, he literally said he might be dead. As yeah. McMahon is clearly yeah. just writhing around and uh, moving. I'm glad he wrote that down because I definitely noticed that. Um, so they got him out of the gurney. He's saying he doesn't want to be moved. Uh, we cut back. Finkel goes to announce Stone Cold as the winner, but he steals the mic and uh, says, <coughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> and uh, he claims that the match hasn't even started, so how can somebody win? That's a good point, Austin. Yep. Uh, he says, if you want to see me... If you want to see me finish this can of whoop-ass, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone says hell yep. yeah. Uh, he he chases down uh, the gurney, wheels it back to ringside, dumps Vince out, beats him with the backboard. Finally, both men are in the ring, and this match... Uh, begins. Ding ding. Uh, Austin clotheslines McMahon and rips his neck brace off. Hits a diving elbow to Vince and then another. Uh, Stone Cold calls for the door to be open, but uh, Vince rolls over and just flips the bird to Austin, which you don't do to Steve. He uh, gets inspired to get back into the ring here and deal some more punishment. Uh, Vince kicks Austin right in the dick and glows to climb over the cage, but Austin stops him and dumps him hard back into the ring. McMahon's taking bumps in this match, guys. Hell yeah. Uh, McMahon gets sent into the cage, and he's busted open now. He gets sent into the cage again. Austin goes to climb over the cage, and then Vince, just with the best facial expression I've ever just seen. Just desperate. Just desperation, anguish, pain, all of it. On flips his knees, him, double Flips bird. him the bird again. Double. Blood dripping down his face. The double bird, yeah. I loved this. That image is just iconic, It is. Man. I loved it. Uh, Austin gets back in, keeps killing Vince. He eventually calls for the door to be open, stuns McMahon for good measure, gets down to trash talk him, and then out of the ring, Paul White. Literally. Yeah, from the underneath the ring, uh, Paul White, the big show, debuts, uh, assaults Austin, throws him under, throws him onto like the front side of the cage. The the panel comes loose, gives way, allowing Austin technically to win the match. He gets his feet on the ground first. Uh, this technically this match only went about eight minutes. That's like that uh, Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar. Finish. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, but the whole segment was like twenty five thirty. So uh, with that, from the time I counted while well, I did the math, uh-huh. from the time that both guys were like had made their entrances. It was 14 minutes and 42 seconds before <laughs> the, the match actually wow, started. Okay. I knew it was something like that. Um, and that was that. Austin gets to keep his spot on the on the WrestleMania card. And, uh, man, this was a really fun match. Uh, uh, it wasn't my match of the night, probably, um, but it was definitely a spectacle. Mm. And it was sports entertainment so at its fun. finest. There was a lot of great moments. I gave it 3.75 just because I wanted to rank that last match a little higher uh, because I didn't enjoy it more. But this was awesome. Uh, just super fun. Vince was banned. Vince... You can never knock him for not taking risks uh, and putting himself out there. Both him and Shane. Yeah, for sure. And uh, this was a good example of that. And uh, the crowd went home happy, which you always like to see. I gave it three and a half. I thought it was a really good debut, first of all. For Paul? Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's huge! Just coming out out of, like, under the ring. Yeah, it was great. Um, I love the McMahon-Austin feud because it's kind of like that good guy always outsmarting the bad guy, like the Tom and Jerry type. Uh Or just getting lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I thought it was really fun. And I love Vince McMahon falling off the cage. I thought that was great. Like, oh, and, and going through the, the table. table. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the the before the match stuff was a little long, and it, at towards the end it was just kind of like, 
All right. All right. Let's get in the ring. Let's get this going. Yeah. But I gave it three and a half. I really liked it. It was my third favorite match of the night, honestly. Hmm. But uh, I think it was probably... What was second? The tag team match between DX and China. And wow. Pan. You like that over this one? I yeah, go, it was a better match. I'd go, la- I'd go sure, the I mean, yeah. last man standing, this, the main event, and then the tag match. But this yeah, was the same. biggest spectacle on the show. Oh, for sure. By far. But I would rank it's the third best match okay, cool. in ring work. Right. Luke, what did you think? Um, I will. So you said this is an awesome debut. I don't know if you guys noticed this little nuance. Big Show almost threw that motherfucker through the wrong wall. Did he really? I didn't yeah. notice. He teased going towards the announce tables, or like looked, and he was about to throw him that way. And then I think Vince turned him around, or Austin <laughs> turned him around, or somebody. Oh wow! Like that's the wrong one, dumbass. And so like he gets sent through the other wall. Uh, I gave this uh, three and three quarters. Cool, dude. I mean, we're knee deep. This is knee deep in the Attitude Era. Austin McMahon is just tit for tat. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not just all Austin outsmarting him, you know. It's McMahon's getting one over, screwing him every turn that he possibly can. It's just how satisfying, you know, how satisfying was it to be a WWF oh, fan back yeah. then? You got to see Austin just whoop the boss's ass on, every a, on a daily basis. And it never got old. Nope. It never got old. Um. You said you didn't, you know, you were getting kind of sick of, Kyle, you said that you were getting kind of sick of the outside stuff. Yeah, it just kind of drug on. Sure, sure. Um, to me, like, that only, you could feel, you could feel the tension, like, in the building. They just wanted to see him get his hands yeah. on him. And so I think that that really built the suspense. I loved the storytelling. While it wasn't a, much of a match, you're right. I loved the storytelling in this. And that image of McMahon on his knees. Oh, it's great. Bloody, flipping the double bird out of desperation. It's that great. is iconic. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite look, though, of Vince McMahon this whole match was after Big Show threw Austin through the ring. And he <laughs> just... God damn it. He, he looks so mad. Oh, I loved it. Also, uh, Austin's face, he, he sold it the hell of it, too, when he fell off the wall and, like, won the match. Yeah. And, like, saw, looked at Big Show and was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I just got away with one there. That was that was really cool, too. Um, and then, speaking of Big Show, we did kind of tease this. Uh, the next night on Raw, he would help The Rock regain the title, which would lead to a match between man- Mankind and The Big Show. They had a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was how we went off the air with uh, Stone Cold Standing Tall. How'd you rank the show? So, overall, I got to say, uh, this this the trend kind of continued with Attitude Era shows being yep. like the, an underdeveloped like undercard, and then that main card just being like really good but this this was like the best of the Attitude Era to me like this is what I remember the most about the Attitude Era and like one show like the Vince Austin the Rock uh, the Rock Mankind the Mm -hmm. Corporation the Mm -hmm. Ministry of Darkness kind of sprinkled in there like when I think Attitude Era and DX and DX, yeah. So you got a lot of that on the show, and uh, it kind of made me remember why I was so fond of the Attitude Era. Whereas these last few shows were kind of making me question, like, man, is the Attitude Era what wow, I remember? Yeah, it well, being? we romanticize it, uh, yeah, which no, we this, do, which we do. Yes. Uh, but this show kind of like remember, like, oh yeah, there was some special stuff that happened in the Attitude Era, and uh, that was all on display here. Uh, unfortunately, the first few matches on this card really had me snoozing uh but the the, the last three matches particularly and uh, the hardcore match too was fun but really had me going i give the show a b minus super solid uh love those last three matches i'm giving it a mid b hmm. i think the last three matches are like why you should watch the attitude era yeah. yes and then i think the hardcore match also was pretty good it was fun. there's there's those two matches that were really shitty but then there were like then there was the the intercontinental and the tag team title match which i liked both of them and i really liked the hardcore match and I really, really loved the last three matches, so I would give it a solid B. Um, I would also say watch these three last matches. 
Like you don't have to watch anything else Absolutely. on this card, but I think you, like any wrestling fan should go and watch yeah. the last three matches. All three of them are irrelevant to the Attitude Era. They're important to the industry, and uh, they're all worth a watch for sure. This is easily the best Attitude Era pay-per-view we've watched, kind of as you were alluding yeah. to. Uh, I gave this one a B as well. Because cool. here's the thing, man. Uh, in even some of the Attitude Era pay-per-views we've watched already and reviewed, um, they tend to shoot themselves in the foot sometimes. Yeah. So one thing they didn't have here... They didn't have any damn bikini strip off, barely showing it, like That's barely true. in a close contest. That's true. They didn't, I mean, they had the blue dust, gold dust thing, and that was about as far as they took it. Yeah. Um, they had the crazy hardcore match, but they had enough entertaining content in that yeah. for it to be okay. Yeah. So they did, it just, it didn't get over Russo too much. Yes, there were some screwy finishes. Uh, yes, it was underwhelming to, undercard. To be honest, I don't really think any of the matches were too screwy of finishes, like Russo wise. Sure. I think. I think you know you had the a couple kind of weird finishes, but they weren't as uh-huh. as like they weren't like 2000 WCW. They weren't as, oh, bla- no. they weren't as blatantly <laughs> no, bad as like no. There was some really good storytelling. Yeah, here. yeah, oh, and yeah. even even with like the Billy Gunn one, where he just got kind of fed up with them and that fast counted, it. It, that ended up making Intercontinental title matches later down the road. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I think that it took so many, so much of the of the good elements of Attitude Era pay per views, and not a lot of the bad ones. So like it was just it was a great mix, and it didn't shoot itself in the foot. Be be good shit. Yeah. What's next next, so next week elimination chamber week. on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Tune in live, and remember it's going to be at twitch.tv slash Big Boys and Body Slams. We're going to be streaming on Twitch and exclusively then, for our live. So shows. we got elimination chamber Sunday, and then the the next t- show we're going to have is going to be kind of a tearjerker. When we got No Way Out 2004 with Eddie Guerrero winning his title. So you guys are going to want to tune in the next few weeks. Uh, Elimination Chamber stacking up to be a pretty all right show, I think. I'm definitely um, disappointed Ali's out of the match. But I am we'll too. See, we'll see who gets put po- po- It's put fixing in up there. to kind of be like a... Stutters. Like yeah, that was, a, that was a Bubba Red. I have to say, compared to the Royal Rumble, kind of shaping up to be like a quick show too. Like only a handful of matches are kind of, advertised. Kind of that February like yeah. meh type show. There's, there's no Brock Lesnar. There's not going to be any Seth Rollins. Right. There's a lot of guys missing this show. It this, I, like. this definitely feels like more of a SmackDown show than a Raw show to me. And sure. I know because yeah. uh, there's no Raw exclusive uh, Elimination Chamber match. Uh, SmackDown superstars are in both Elimination Chamber matches. Yeah. Uh, the title match is going to be there. There's probably not. Is there, is there even going to be an Intercontinental title match? Yeah. Bobby Lashley versus Leo Rush. Or Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match. Oh, well, okay. But then also hmm. you got like the SmackDown tag team champions being defended and yeah. nothing about the Raw ones. So it seems kind of like one of those, you know, just watch our pay-per-view, see what's yeah. happening. They kind of need to figure shit. out the tag Stuff. I agree. The tag title scene. SmackDown is fine. Like sure. even even with they the need mi- some new teams, but they have it, they have the formula figured out. But but SmackDown has the bar. They have the Usos. Yep. They have the New Day. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon Miz is fine for right now. I agree. Like, it's fun still. You need to get them out of there soon. You got the bar just kind of hanging around. But then SmackDown. you have Gallows and Anderson. Oh, I meant Gallows and Anderson. I'm sorry. Yeah, you have Gallows and Anderson. You have uh, Sanity if they'd ever get used right. You got the Colognes. Okay, but, <laughs> so you have a deep tag team division yeah, over there, no. and on Raw, who do you have? The Revival, the Revival, and Gable and Rude, and then uh, Lucha yeah. House Party, the Lucha House Party, ugh, the Edge Heavy heads. Machine, woo woo woo, woo. <laughs> you know it. All right, well, that was our show this week. Yeah, we we'll hope you tune in on Sunday for the Elimination Chamber. We love you. Bye. Bye.